Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Leon Kaufman is a photographer struggling to capture the inner ugliness of the city on film. During his quest, he helps a young woman escape a brutal encounter and watches as she boards a subway car never to return. Following the mystery of the beautiful stranger, he crosses paths with a butcher, which sends him spiraling into a world of violence and madness and a ride on the Midnight Meat Train. Midnight Meat Train. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. How is it going? Superb. Really? Yeah. That's uh, an unusual adjective. Um, feel good. Oh, feel okay. Good. Is this because you've had like six beers? Uh, three. Right. Three. <laughs> so, is this your third or fourth? This is my third. Oh, okay. This is my third. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite sober. I'm just feeling relaxed. Look at here. Yeah. I'm Sorry I'm uh, chewing on my drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a sign of a good soda. Uh, very chewy. Very mm. chewy. Do you remember those chewy sweet tarts that came like three or four in a pack? Nope. They were like the size of silver dollars, only thicker. Uh, I believe I already said no. Oh, I thought maybe I would jar your memory. Nope. Oh, I loved them. <clears throat> Uh, I don't believe these existed, but uh, whatever. It was an 80s thing. Uh, I don't remember them too well. <laughs> the 80s? Yeah. I was uh, mostly grounded, so. Ooh. <laughs> and you don't, they didn't like sneak candy under the door, like chewy sweet tarts? Who, my parents? Yeah. yeah fuck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what were you grounded for? Like, uh, Mostly for uh, being a bad student. Oh, really? Yeah. And being a bad son. Oh, man. Uh, I lied a lot. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. Like, there'd be broken glass, and you'd be like, I don't know what happened, that sort of thing? No, I usually would admit stuff like that, but uh, mostly I lied about my why I was getting bad grades. Oh. Yeah. Hide report cards, forge signatures. Wow. <laughs> uh, wouldn't do my homework. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I was, uh, I was pretty much grounded from uh, fourth through seventh grade. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I was thinking, I just assumed you were like an A student. The whole oh, way. fuck no. No, okay. Yeah. Uh, even uh, even when I got past all that crap, I still wasn't uh, an A student. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mostly I was lazy. <clears throat> if I'd applied to myself, I probably would have been an A student. Mm-hmm. But uh, that requires effort. But you passed. You I passed. passed. Yeah. yeah. I graduated. I mean, beyond uh, beyond the sixth grade or so, whenever, uh, uh, like, I, I was never failing any classes after that. Like, you know, I was always getting D's and F's in the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Uh, beyond that, like, I started getting A's and B's mostly. Yeah. I would get C's here and there. Uh, and the only F I ever got. Uh, post-sixth grade. Post-sixth grade. Uh I got an, I was in the ninth grade, I was taking a speech and debate class, 
and I got an F uh, for the first half of the semester. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Mostly because uh, I didn't fully understand the uh, uh, requirements. Well, the 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 mechanics okay. of uh, like uh, specific types of debate, like they have the the Lincoln Douglas debates and uh, like, I think improvisation debates and stuff like that, and uh, I was horrible at those. <sighs> I could give a speech like nobody else, but yeah. I could not debate where the damn. See, we never had debate. We had speech class. Yeah. And in fact, I remember in '92. It's when I had my speech class. I was probably like a freshman or a sophomore. And a sleazy P. Martini, as you may or may not remember, was running for president. <laughs> so, <laughs> the manager of Guar, right. for those that don't know. And I gave my <laughs> speech about why he should be president. <laughs> and I passed out uh, cassette tapes of Scum Dogs of the Universe that I had recorded to every member of the class. <laughs> Who were 99% black girls. Right. Who did not really take an interest in the guar for some reason. That is shocking. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was my <coughs> my favorite speech. <laughs> nice. Uh, sleazy. <coughs> sleazy P. Martini. Bring him back. The wig party. Oh, yes. Um... Wow, okay. Uh, I don't have anything as interesting as that as far as my speech classes go. Uh, but I did uh, once get a D in my 11th grade art class. Really? An yeah. Art, art class, really? Oh, yeah. Yep. Really? That's surprising. Uh, the uh, I'm going to guess the first... Yeah, it was the first time that I ever uh, fell into the whole uh, art burnout uh, depression. Was that did it coincide with like the first time you saw Adam Hughes's artwork? Uh, <laughs> like during high school? Uh, no, no. Uh, it was just I was taking like six art classes yeah. out of a seven period day. Wow, really? In high yeah. school? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that was even possible. Oh, yeah. Well, I would have went to that school. And my senior year was uh, art, gym, history, and literature. That was my whole senior year. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think I had a regular English class, but I think uh, I also had uh, creative writing. Um, we got to stop taking gym in uh, 10th grade, so... I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should have. I just kept skipping it every year. All right. Uh, and I think I think you had to have a math class uh, each year, so I would uh, I basically take the easiest one that uh, they had available, like you know whatever, like the lowest on the like algebra the, one or something. Right. Like yeah. Well, because in uh, eighth grade I was taking a uh, whatever class that would have been. And fucking aced it. I mean, with a little to no effort. So they recommended me to move up to, like, the next highest level for the ninth grade. Right. And bombed it, like you wouldn't believe. Because <clears throat> apparently what they don't seem to realize is just because uh, you're really good 
uh, in one math class the year before. They're essentially, when they recommend you to, to bump up, they're essentially telling you to bump up like three levels. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's like, hey, you really aced Algebra 1. Here's Trigonometry 1. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> I can't even spell <clears throat> Trigonometry. I still can't. Yeah. yeah. I had to drop that class and move back down to uh, the retarded kids' class. Oh. There. <laughs> well, hey. <clears throat> you get a straight A in my book. Well, thank you. But, uh, yeah, high school. Fun times. Uh, no. Who, who didn't love high school? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I, but, yeah, I took, I took gym class my freshman year, and I remember I ripped, like, you were allowed to miss, I think it was, like, ten classes, but you had to write a one-page report on a sp- athlete for each class you missed to get credit for it. So I, I missed, like, the absolute most that I could. Great. And wrote, like, you know, why Pete Rose is awesome or whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I, I kept, like, putting off taking gym until my senior year. So I took I took gym my senior year. And mostly I spent the entire time, like, playing uh, volleyball or jump rope with the girls. Because, like, they would have... They would let you split off however you wanted to, and just as long as you were exercising. And, like, all the dudes would uh, go over and play basketball, and then all the girls would play, like, volleyball or jump rope or something. And uh, <clears throat> and I, was, I wasn't I was as competitive as the other guys, right. so, so I, would just, I was like, I, I should just play with the girls. And that was a lot more fun for several reasons. I could imagine some of them. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, first of all, I, there was no pressure against all the, like, alpha males that right. dominated the class. And then second of all, you get to watch, like, high school girls bounce around for right. 45 yeah. minutes, you know? <laughs> I never, I never like, dated any of them or anything, but, uh, you know. They fueled many a dream for you, yeah, didn't they? Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> that was all I needed. That's all I needed. Then uh, you get out of school and you go to the local comic shop to start work and, uh... Talk about all the hot high school chicks to Jack, right? Yeah, yeah. or or eighty percent of the other clientele. Right, right. They're all in that. <laughs> in fact, one of them is on the uh, the watch list. One of our customers. Watch list. Like the uh, the sexual predator yeah. watch list. Yeah. Right. He will go unnamed. Yeah, okay. For his protection. Is this a recent thing that has mm, happened? Or? No, it was years, no. years yeah. back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> how, how did you come to know about this? Uh, one of our other customers who had kids was like, that guy there, I'm pretty sure I saw him on the like sexual predator watch list. And I was like, no, that guy's, he's a nice guy. <laughs> and then I was like, for fun, I went, <laughs> I went to the sexual predator's watch list, as one does. Right. Saw his picture there. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised that you only saw one customer yeah. on the list. <laughs> well, m- most of them would probably shave their mustaches and stop wearing glasses. <laughs> so we wouldn't recognize them anymore. Creepiness. Creepiness. Ah. <laughs> uh. So we had a fun time last night. Uh, yeah, for yeah. the most part. Yeah. I'm paying for it today. Yeah. Yeah. We well, took a. You had some injuries. 
I did, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a full day for me, I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should, uh, save this for, uh, post-show. Okay, let's do that. Right. Remind me. Yeah, I will talk about your injury. Oh, not, not a problem. Okay. Uh, so we're talking about Midnight Meat Train? Is that uh, we could. Okay. Yeah, I don't see any reason why not. That is kind of why we're here. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, kind of. Kind of. Uh, first of all, I'm sorry, I'm already sidetracking when we're trying to get on track. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, it's the way it's the way it goes. Oh, Joe and I have been doing our uh, league night shows, and uh, as episodes progress, we are getting more and more like gutter trash. Oh, I'm sorry. As we are. Sorry to hear that. We're, so far, we've still kept it under half an hour. Oh, yeah, that's cool. But each episode gets a little bit longer. And a little more rambly. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's kind of the, uh. It's kind of easy to do. It's kind of, yeah. 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 <clears throat> I mean, like, if this is our job, right. then we were getting paid to give an accurate and, uh. In depth. And in, insightful review right, right. of something. You know, we would do it. Yeah. But we're not. This exactly. is us having fun, and if we choose to review the thing we're supposed to, right. it's a bonus. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, I just kind of like sitting here, shooting the shit, and drinking a beer with that you. That is my buddy Eric. Cheers. Cheers to you, sir. Class against plastic. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so, anyhow. Midnight Meat Train. Midnight Meat Train. Based on the Clive Barker short story from, I believe, The Books of Blood, Volume 1. That's short stories? Books of Blood? Uh-huh. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought that was like a, like a series of like giant fucking novels. No. Really? The Books of Blood? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love Clive Barker's short stories. <laughs> and I've skipped that. There's like three of them. I know. They, I know they're huge, right? No. What? No. Yeah. I don't think they're more than 200 pages each. What am I thinking of? Which one... Oh, the Great and Secret Show. Is that the giant, giant thing? Those one? are the giant, giant ones that uh, is a series of novels, and there's only two of those. Okay, what? I still thought The Books of Blood was a series because, I, I mean, I've read a... Uh, yeah, it's a series, volume one, volume two, volume three. I, I, th- I thought they were like one giant continuation oh, story. Oh, no. Oh, man, I need to k- pick those up. I've read a... I've only read a couple of Clive Barker books. Um, I read The Thief of Always. Yeah. And I read uh, one of his short story collections. Cabal? No, In the Flesh? Damnation game? Is it one called Tapping Something? Tapping the Vein? Maybe that one. I don't know. Tapping the Vein. Maybe it's in the flesh. It was it was back in high school. Huh. Back when I was uh, playing volleyball with black girls. Right. If uh, you turn around, and uh, between uh, the stack of comics and the amp. See it? Okay. Yeah. There's you a stack of comic marker books. Wow, there's the books of blood. One, two, and three. These, they are in fact short stories. <laughs> I had no idea. I've never bought these just because I didn't want to get into a big series of books. Right. Wow. <laughs> wow, you can learn something on a podcast. Uh, yeah, let's see. Volume one, 210 pages. Which includes Midnight Meat Train. Uh, volume two... 
197 pages. Volume 3. Uh, 193 pages. Wow, they get shorter. Well, once I finish <laughs> the two books I'm reading now, okay. I might I might have to pick one of those up or borrow one or something. Well, uh, I will be more than happy to lend these to you, because wow. there's quite a few good stories in here. That's awesome. Uh, oh, I loved his... Does it have a list of, like, other books by Clyde Barker at the beginning? Because um, I, I bet I'd recognize the one I read. Uh, well, considering that I bought these in, like, 1990, yeah. okay. uh, they don't have a full list. Uh, they just have uh, Books of Blood 1 through 3 and The Damnation Game, huh. which is also a, uh, wait, no, that's actually a novel. Never mind. Because, uh, uh, yeah, there's, uh, in addition to these three, there's uh, In the Flesh, uh, Cabal, and... None of those sound familiar. I'm uh, thinking it might be the other one that I read. Uh, there's another one, but I can't think of the name of it right off the top of my head. And uh, those three are all short story collections. Okay. Cabal having uh, uh, like a couple of short stories and uh, like a novella. The uh, uh, oh fuck, Nightbreed. Nightbreed. Okay. Yeah. I haven't read that one. Yeah. Although oh. it's not called Nightbreed. It's called. Cabal. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. I learned something. Yeah, I'm uh, nerding out on Clive Barker, because, uh... It's fun. It's I'm a stuff. Clive Barker nerd. It's good stuff. I'm a big fucking fan. I'm not a huge fan, but everything I've everything I've read, uh, I liked. I really liked uh, Thief of Always. I thought that was great. That was a great book, too. Uh, it's got a, a series that he started of, uh... Like children's young adult books called Aberat, which I think he's only done two of those. I think that was his uh, attempt at trying to cash in at the uh, Harry Potter thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the volume one is the one that has the Midnight Meat Train. It's the second story, but uh, the first story, maybe if you had read that, maybe you would think that it was uh, all one giant thing. Because uh, it is uh, basically uh, the story about uh, how all of these short stories came to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, Midnight Me Train. Wow. That's uh, awesome. It, it has been years since I've read this. That's exciting. I love it when I find out there's, like, you know, a, a whole slew of books by a writer that I didn't know existed. Yet. Right. Well, you knew these existed. Well, you just were I, I unaware just, of what they actually were. I, I had no interest in. I I don't I don't I don't know why. Maybe it's the uh, attention span of someone who grew up in the '80s watching, you know, six hours of television every night. Yeah. But uh, I don't have the attention span to read more than one novel that is part of the same story. Right. Like I have no interest in that. Right. It's uh yeah it's uh it can be daunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I like closure, and I like not feeling like I, I <coughs> have to read I, something yeah, else. Right? Like, I like these first two, so I guess I have to read the next four. Right, you know, right. like, you know, like uh, if, I want, if I'd rather switch off to something else by a different writer, right. I'd rather not have to remember things, and, you know. It's amazing you like comics. Because <laughs> that's essentially what comics yeah. are. <laughs> but I usually wait until they're all, like, the whole story's out, and then just read the whole thing. And, yeah. But, um, 
I've read a couple of uh, series of novels. You know, uh, the uh, Charlie Houston uh, vampire detective novels. I've read those. Um, at least most of them. Uh, I started trying to read the uh, Stephen King Dark Tower series. Right. I made it through three of those out of seven. <laughs> wow. And that's pretty much it. I I read I read oh the, uh, the Great and Secret Show. I, I read both of those. Wow, really? Yeah, those are those are like eight thousand pages each. Uh, they're not that big, <laughs> but uh, they're awesome. Wow, they are fantastic. But if you love closure, I would not recommend them to you because uh, uh, he still hasn't finished. It's supposed to be a trilogy or something. I think so. Yeah. Uh, see, the same thing happened to me. I read the first two Three's Company novels, Larry's Big Score and Mister Furley's Night Out. And they never did wrap it up with the third one. <laughs> I haven't waited in 20 years for, for that to actually hit the streets. <laughs> so I, I know what you mean. I feel you. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh. Midnight Meat Train. It's more than a story. It's a movie. It is a movie. Even one might even say a film. Uh, I would say a film. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably shot on film. Uh-huh. Uh, partially, anyway. Yeah. Digitized later, so the effects could be added. Which is cool, yeah. because there were some cool effects. There were some. Some uh, very uh, David Fincher-y rip-off moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh... Was that Sam Raimi's brother? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's his name? Ted I- Raimi. Ted Raimi. I wanted to call him Ivan Raimi for some reason. That is Sam Raimi's other brother. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. He's the one who uh, wrote, co-wrote uh, Army of Darkness, Spider-Man 2, and uh, I think Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. He's also a doctor, apparently. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And what then Ted cool. Raimi is uh, the one we saw. Yeah. Who is usually uh, the sidekick in uh, crappy Bruce uh, Campbell movies. Uh, or Xena TV shows. Or Xena TV shows. Um, or, uh, yeah. Or, uh, like in this movie, a victim. Yeah. Uh, cameo victim. Cameo victim, yeah. Did he, I think he had, he had a couple lines, but... He had a couple lines, but uh, it didn't mostly, matter. Yeah. Because what was coming was uh, getting his fucking head pounded so his eyeballs popped out of him in super (laughs) slow-mo with a gigantic amount of blood coming out of the wound. Pretty sweet. Fuck yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you haven't guessed it between uh, the Clive Barker connection or what I just described, Midnight Mutrain's a horror movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or the title. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, uh, I thought it There's only fun. two ways that the title could uh, go with uh, what type of movie it's going to be. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and either one I'm willing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a memorable title. It's, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a head-turning title, you know? Yeah. But apparently... Uh, what was the deal? It didn't make it to theaters? or like It, was... it made it to theaters. It's, uh... It opened only in discount theaters. Oh, like Danbury's and whatnot. Yep. See, that's uh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, it does. 
Uh, so, like, you know, the only way it could have been successful is if, uh, basically everyone flocked to see that movie when it opened, like, multiple times. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're seeing it for two bucks. Right, Instead of yeah. 20 or whatever the director's hall costs now. <laughs> 75. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, I guess what happened was the movie was made... Uh, I don't. I thought I had the disc <laughs> with me here. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, the movie was made in like 2006. It didn't get released till like 2008 because uh, it was a, I believe, a Miramax film, or no, Lionsgate. I'm sorry. <clears throat> and like there was a change in management. Uh, the previous management loved the movie, the new management hated the movie and didn't want to release it. Hmm. Which, I have to say, I don't understand at all. If you hate it, why keep it? Like, why why keep it hidden? Because it costs you money anyway. Right, yeah. So why not, recoup. why not try to, at least, right? right? I mean, you never know, it could all of a sudden become a mystery hit. Yeah. You know? I mean... Worst movies have become more successful. Right, yeah. You know, Jeepers Creepers, Saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. There's like seven Saw, six Saws. Uh, six, currently seventh being made in 3D. Holy crap. Yeah. Saw in 3D. Oh, calm me down. I need a fainting couch or whatever they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran your uh, Yeah, you did. You know, we just got a fainting couch. I don't know what they call them, but uh, my roommates, <laughs> my roommates found one somewhere. Somebody was getting rid of a, you know, this old like, right? Yeah. It, it, you know, it's like it has it's like a couch, but only has no back and only has one, one arm. arm yeah. yeah. And uh, we have one now. Nice. That's yeah. useless. Well, entirely. What if I'm I no? Hear me out. What if I'm wearing what if faint? I'm wearing a corset. Okay. It's too tight. I come in from a <clears throat> you know a ball or whatever, right, and right. Uh, and I just faint right on the to the, the fainting couch. You'd have to make it to the couch. That seems like some effort. It's right by the door. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah. is convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe uh, Betty Draper bought a fainting couch uh, really? in the previous season of Mad Men. So you're right up there with Betty Draper. Wow, that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah, and now Don Draper's going to leave you. Oh. <laughs> and he's going to be sad because you're mean to his kids. Oh, no, I like the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I like babysitting for that kid that likes to walk in when I'm in the bathroom. Right, right. That's my favorite. Thing. That kid has returned to this season. Has he? And he is even more creepy. Really? Yes. Towards Betty Draper? Uh, Just in general. Mm. <clears throat> I think they're going to reveal that that kid is going to be like Jeffrey Dahmer or something. Uh, oh, wow, really? I don't know, but he's <laughs> fucking maybe, creepy. Maybe Ted Bundy? This is, uh, it could be a Ted Bundy, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, what uh, What serial killer was born in the 60s and raised in New York? Here, uh, I don't know where Ted Bundy was raised, but I, I bet he was probably 60s, right? I don't, know. I don't know if a problem. Anyhow... Midnight Meat Train. Midnight Meat Train. Also about a serial killer, sort of. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Uh, played by Vinnie Jones in his best role ever, because he doesn't talk. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was great in, uh, what was it, Lockstock? Or... Uh, Which one I don't it? know, did he talk in that movie? 
Yeah, the one where they, uh, he mentions that they have replica written on the side of their guns. <clears throat> was that Lockstock or was uh, that the other one? I don't know. It's been a very long time. Uh, he's good in the the two Guy Ritchie movies, sure. Uh, yeah, but yeah not, uh, not so much as the Juggernaut. Uh, not so much as the Juggernaut. Uh, maybe his second best role is probably, or outside of those two movies, is probably Gone in 60 Seconds, another movie where he doesn't talk. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Is that like a <coughs> Martin Lawrence movie with Charlie Sheen or something? What uh, is it? That's a Nicolas Cage movie with Angelina Jolie. That is the two. That's the two. <laughs> and, of course, Vinnie Jones. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I like I like Vinnie Jones. Didn't really know his name. You keep calling him Bill Two Tony. Mm-hmm. You always have. Yeah. I've always corrected you. <laughs> You'll most likely forget again when you leave here Jeremy tonight. Jones. I love him. <laughs> Tony Tony Jones? What the fuck was his name? I really don't remember. Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones. He's yeah. the uh, the pedophile. He's the pedophile from, that uh, shops at Mavericks. Yeah. <laughs> Who also happened to be in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. 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 And Beetlejuice. <laughs> and Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. And Ed Wood. Hmm? Wow, he's all over some Tim Burton. Yeah, he is. He's all over Tim Burton as if he was a five-year-old boy. <laughs> Hello. Oh, no, I think he was in the five-year-old girls. To his uh, credit. To his credit, yeah. yes. <laughs> Because who isn't it? One time or another, we've all went through the phase, mostly when we were five. Right, right. But, you know, Jeffrey Jones is keeping it alive. <laughs> Don't know when to quit. Nope. To his detriment. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> it's actually too bad, because he is a pretty good actor. He's funny. Yeah. Ever seen the movie Ravenous? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, wow. Another movie that. that is full of gore. Much like the one we just watched. Midnight Meat Train. That's right. Uh, fabulously gory. Yeah. Ridiculously gory. Pools of blood. Literally. Yeah. Well, maybe not literally. Not like a swimming pool. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah not, people aren't swimming in it, but no. uh, they're coated. Yeah, coated. Coated right. heavily. Sliding through it. Sliding through it like, like a slip and slide. Uh, yeah, kind of like a bloody slip and slide. <laughs> kind of oh, like a giant tampon as a slip and slide. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think my favorite scene, speaking of that, is uh, that shot where uh, he's drag bolt tooth Tony's dragging a, a lady through the uh, through the subway, and you just see from her point of view like the hands. Oh, I couldn't watch that. Oh my gosh, I could not watch that. That was awesome because uh, the, the fingernail thing. It's the fingernail thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie has it all. It has pulling teeth. It has fingernails being pulled and uh, clawing at uh, things that shouldn't be clawed at. Yeah, and it can has, hear them popping out. Yeah, and it has eyeball injuries. Yeah, it multiple does. eyeball the injuries. The only thing it doesn't have is vomiting. There was no vomiting. Yeah. I even thought I saw, like I thought the girlfriend was about to vomit when right. she saw some of the gore, but she didn't. Yeah. So if you have a vomit thing, Kathleen Coyle, you can <laughs> totally watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's a very rare movie that I uh, shy away from things that are happening. But it hit the big three. Yeah, the big three. <laughs> Those are my big three. The fingernails. Fingernails, teeth, and eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. Well, the eyeballs thing, too. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, the movie Zombie, with the uh, the woman being pulled eye first into the splinter of the door. Ugh, nuh Oh, okay. Can't do well, it. See, I can, I can get behind the fingernail thing, mostly for the sound. Like, if it was just the visual, it wouldn't bother me, but the, the sound is what does it. Yeah. Uh, the teeth, not I don't really mind, and then the eyes, yeah, it's, it's like nothing. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. But it doesn't bother me, like uh, the fingernail thing. 
You're, you're not human then. Thing of the thing bothers me. I'm with you. Okay, all right. At least there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this movie looks awesome. Yeah, like, like just the color and the like. I don't know. It just looks great. It looks like some awesome horror dream that you have. You yeah. Know? <clears throat> uh, that it does. Um. It's got a little bit of the the thing that I hate a lot in uh, horror movies, where like you know, things speed up and slow down for little to no reason, or maybe a little bit of like uh, the jittery cam thing going on. Right. Uh, but there's not a ton of it. It definitely doesn't overplay that. Right. Uh, so I can definitely get behind how uh, the the direction of it and, and the look and feel. And I, I do think, like, yeah, a couple times, you know, where things are sped up, you know, it just didn't seem to, like, be a, nece- a necessity. A necessity, yeah. But the one time that I thought it was brilliant was whenever, uh... It was when Ted Raimi got killed. <laughs> no. No, it was when, uh, when, uh, was it Leon, the main character? Yeah. When he's spying on Bolt Tony, and, uh, he's just, like, sitting there waiting for a, uh, a train... Yeah, and uh, the passage of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because you saw all the people go by, and and then like, uh, the killer is just you know, s- just like sitting there, frozen almost. Yeah. All the, he's not like scared or anything. He's just biding his time. Right. And I thought that was a great way to show like that like hour and uh, hours passed. You know. Yeah, uh, I agree with you with that, and uh, to that effect, you know, I guess. In order to make that not seem jarring when that scene happened, I guess that would explain the previous times in the movie that that right. happened. Right, right, Because <clears throat> I think if that would have just come out out of nowhere, like, it would have been a little uh, right. off-putting. I, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. So I take it you enjoyed this. I really liked it. All right. I'd say I expected to enjoy it, but I thought it was great. Right. Like, I liked it a lot more than I would have would have anticipated. Sea lions get you fucked up. Yeah, you done fucked up. You could have got our dollar seventy five each yeah. when we went to the Danbury. Well, they did get my dollar seventy five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my ex and I uh, were hanging out uh, for my birthday two years ago when uh, this was released, and uh, we were gonna go see The Dark Knight because she hadn't at that time, and I promised her that I'd go even though I really didn't want to. <laughs> right. Uh, but then. I saw that the Midnight Me train was going to be at the Danbury and said, let's do that. Yeah. And then explained, like, the whole situation to her and, you know, also one to want to support a uh, a small movie whenever possible. She went for it. And she loves horror movies, too. And it was fucking awesome. It kind of does make me... I went and saw Dark Knight twice. I definitely wish I would have seen this in the theater instead of the second time. Right. Um, I don't know, but... I mean, like, I don't know if I'd say... It. Apples and oranges, because I really like both, but, but, uh, It's yeah. still kind of apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, The Dark Knight is going to appeal to a wider audience than Midnight Meat Train. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, like, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, I was able to see it in the theater, and, you know, even though I only gave them my two dollars. Yeah. You know, I did also eventually buy it on DVD, so, yeah. You know. yeah. And now you're... Publicly telling the world to go see it. Hell yeah. I mean, four people at a time, but still. Still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Kurt, Pat, Kathleen, go see it. John. I'm, I'm sure uh, most of them already have, anyway. Yeah. At least Kurt. Right? 
He, li- he likes the horror movies. He likes the horror. Kurt, yeah. go see this movie if you have it. Rent it, red box it, whatever you need yeah, to do. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Make it happen. Yeah. Uh, of course, we also have uh, the listener that we, we never mention. Probably because we've never met him and don't know him personally. But oh, uh, yeah. uh, James, who uh, lives uh, somewhere here in the Ohio, Dayton. Hi, James. Region. Check it out, buddy. Check <coughs> out Midnight Metro. Hex, yeah. Um. Uh, what was I going to say about this movie? There was like something I was like going to try to remember. Oh. No, that wasn't it. Huh? Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay. We got uh, Bradley Cooper as uh, the lead role of, of Leon, a photographer. Uh, pretty much right before he blew the fuck up. Oh, I never heard of him. Oh, you've seen movies with him. Really? The Hangover. Which one's he? Uh, the handsome guy that looks like Bradley Cooper, who was in this movie, Mike Tyson, <laughs> the one without the face tattoo. Uh, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and not Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, I know that's confusing. Super handsome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't recognize him. Um, yeah, he was good. He was also face in the uh, eighteen movie. Really? Yeah. But yeah, this was uh, yeah pretty much right before he uh, started taking off. I know I had seen him in like some TV shows beforehand. Uh, I think he was also in the movie Wedding Crashers. Not oh, sure. I never saw him. Yeah, he was very very good in this. I like how yeah I like how right from the pretty much the onset of the movie <clears throat> it it's, it focuses on Leon and it also focuses on the killer yeah. and you're basically seeing. You know, it's not like your typical slasher movie where you only see the slasher when the main character is in the same room with him. Right. You know, you see the slasher, like, getting ready. Right. He's, like, fixing things at his house. and uh, uh, He is... Yeah, he... He's uh, just a guy in the movie. Right, yeah. He happens to <clears throat> also be killing other people in the movie. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's like what you say, you know, it's like... Uh, you know, every Friday the 13th movie is, you know, based on Jason Voorhees, but we only see him when he's ready to kill someone. Right, exactly. So, but, you know, this is a movie based on this guy, so, hey, we get to see what he does. Yeah, you get to see In him addition g- to what the victims do. Right, he's yeah. see him going to work. Right. See him putting on a tuck. And he has a job. Yeah, he has, he a, has job. a day yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. Like, it, it really, like, added a level of reality to right. things because it, it wasn't all of a sudden like I mean I know I mentioned earlier in the, in the show here that it reminded me of like a horror dream that you might have right. but it but like the story itself is not dreamlike because it's not like just some scary boogeyman it's like here's a guy right. and he's got things that he does right. other than kill people and it kind of just yeah it really adds a lot to like show a little bit of that and uh I don't know how far we want to go into spoilers for this thing but uh He's he's not killing people just because he's a mad psycho slasher. Right. There's a purpose to what he's doing. Yeah, and uh, well, I mean, most most of the good ones, the good killers, think that they have a purpose, right? Right. Well, like dogs are telling them what to do, or like Satan, or right, like, right. Okay. Uh, you know, Discovery Channel's not right. telling people to use a condom or whatever. But this isn't just, uh, you know, Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers just uh, killing horny teenagers. You know? Right, right, right. Um, there are... Uh, there is at least one thing that I can think of off the top of my head uh, that uh, 
Maybe I wish they had explained. Uh, we see uh, Vinnie Jones, uh, Bull Tooth Tony, Mahogany. Uh, <laughs> these are all his names. Yeah. Uh, he his character in the movie is uh, called Mahogany because of his briefcase, right? Uh, I have no idea. I think it said Mahogany on the side of his briefcase. Yeah, because that's his name. Oh, uh, okay. See, I, I'm causing effect in here. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was brief. His name was based on his briefcase, but maybe his briefcase is based on his name. Yeah, I would say that probably okay. is how that worked out, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we see him a few times. He has, like, uh, like, uh, uh, like attacks, like, like seizures here yeah. and there. Uh, and we see him uh, one of the times in his ha- apartments where he takes off his shirt and he's got these weird pustule things uh-huh. that he cuts off of his body and puts in jars. I wanted to know what the fuck that was about. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, uh, do you remember, like, I'm, maybe it's been, like, a decade since you've read the story, but did, did they go into I that? I cannot remember at okay. all. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious if that's, because I, mean, I know it's only a short story, so maybe they, you know, didn't... Uh, I definitely don't think they went in, uh... Right. To a lot of depth, but... Yeah. I'm also guessing that there's things in the movie that uh, weren't in the book at all. Right, because they wanted to just flush out. Yeah, I cannot recall there being a girlfriend or love interest or anything like that in the uh, the short story. Or a diner, or... (laughs) An art show. Yeah. Or a train. Or or a murder. Shields. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was going to ask, was that Brooke Shields? Yes, Okay. Yeah, wow. (laughs) That's awesome. She was great in that movie. Yeah, she was all right. And and was the artwork that they were looking at when they first got there, was that Clive Barker artwork? Yes. Yeah, yes, that's so cool. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I love nerdy stuff like that when they, like, hide the something to do with the writer or director in the movie. Right. It's almost like a Alfred Hitchcock appearance or something. Right, right. Or, or like, yeah. yeah right. just, or Stanley cameo. See you next Wednesday or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Lynn's thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or Stanley. Stanley. Or Stanley, yeah, <laughs> as Hugh Hefner, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, this is uh, inadvertently did not really plan this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second movie in a row we've watched about uh, a large urban city after hours. Oh yeah, and the horrible things that happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, one of them you get wrapped in plaster by Cheech and Chong. The other you get, you know. <laughs> Well, we don't want to say. Yeah. Well, you get murdered uh, on yeah. a train. Yeah, murdered on a train for a greater, darker purpose yes. than one might realize. Yeah, there's a twist. We won't spoil that. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Not unless you want to. Yeah. But yeah, it gets... It gets weird. It gets Clive Barker-ish towards oh, yeah. the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to see a sequel and focus on the conductor of the train. He's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got like this... Uh, Zombie William H Macy quality to him. <laughs> you know that's uh, uh, towards the very end of the movie when when he's doing his thing, like when he finally becomes a character rather than has a plot device. Speaking roles, yeah. Uh, there's a scene like he he does something and he kind of tilts his head, and I swear to Christ, I thought he looked like Dennis Hopper. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, like a really, like, uh, like, like, early 80s, like around Apocalypse Now, Dennis Hopper, with a buzz cut. Oh, that's kind of weird, because I swear, whenever, uh, 
uh, Mahogany walks out of his apartment, yeah. and, and uh, you see like the hallway of his apartment. I swear it looks exactly like um, the the um, Dorothy Valens from Blue Velvet with Dennis Hopper in it. Yeah. Um, he, he goes to see her, and I swear it looks like the exact same apartment. Uh, Maybe hallway. it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I haven't seen Blue Velvet, but I'm assuming it takes place in uh, Los Angeles, doesn't it? Uh, no? Lumberton. Well, I, I mean, it's not then. Yeah, I don't know where it's. I don't know where okay. it's actually filmed. I don't know, but for some reason in my head, then somehow I've made this up that uh, uh, that did, uh, David Lynch only makes movies about uh, old Los Angeles. Well, Dune was old Los <laughs> Angeles. Um, well, the giant the, sandworms. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, yeah, they got rid of those. I mean, that's old. Right, right. You know, like, that's pre-prohibition. Yeah, that's like 1920s. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's why people were drinking. They were like, oh, I can't deal with the fucking sandworms and the humidity. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to say something, but uh, I think if I say it, it may give away the... the Ending of the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, do you want to do you want to say spoiler and then go ahead? Spoiler. Here it comes. We're blowing it. Uh, there is. Uh, I don't know if this was intentional when they cast the movie, and I know that you you'll probably think I'm crazy for saying this, but uh, I think. Beyond the age difference and size difference, uh, there are some similarities between the physical appearance of Vinnie Jones and Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if that caused them to cast them due to what happens at the end of the movie. Well, that's not too much of a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, you, went out, you paused it and watched it for nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree, like, because... Like, actually, for a second there, I was like, at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, wait a minute, is that still right. him? Like, because I thought it was going to be Leon. Right, right. And then I was like, well, well now you just spoiled it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, no, no, right. completely. Right. Not right. completely. Well, I think everyone will be able to infer what we're talking about yeah, at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah no, right, I agree. Okay, right. Like, I really did. I was like, for a second there, I was like, wait a minute, they're they're not doing what I thought they were going to do. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's the haircut and just the body body language. Or and, you know, wearing a suit. Yeah. Everybody looks good in a suit. Oh, man, suit up, right? I wish I could. I yeah. need a suit. I, you know, I was at Target today, and I was looking at the suits, because um, uh, Dusty was trying to buy a hat. Right. And uh, I was like, man, I, I wish I, I could pull it off without looking like I was trying to be ironic or sarcastic. Right. But I mean, I work at a comic shop, and I... Do a drunken podcast. Right. <laughs> I'm not a suit-wearing dude right right now. Uh, at least the things that you do mostly in your everyday life aren't uh, suit-type things. Right, yeah, yeah. I think, like, uh, you and your lady could go out to uh, a nice dinner yeah. on a Friday. Yeah. You can pull off a suit. Yeah. You know, maybe go see a movie. You know, uh, I don't know if, if uh, that would be a thing. Maybe next but time I set up at Space, that'd be, that'd be classy. There you go. Yeah, yeah, classy. Yeah. Get some people over to the table. Yeah. I would imagine that'd be hot. Yeah, wearing a oh. suit at a comic shop or a show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd be hot wearing a comic uh, suit wherever I was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, all right. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm really glad that you liked this yeah, movie. Yeah, such uh, a good movie, such a good horror movie. Yeah. Uh, anyone I know that likes horror movies, this will be recommended to them personally. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, very good. Uh, it's too bad that it kind of got buried. Yeah. And uh, the director uh, could not pronounce his name for a million dollars. If you asked me, to. Japanese person. This is a Japanese uh, director. Um, I, I hope that he got more work after this, yeah. and I hope that uh, basically Lionsgate didn't fuck him over. Start with a K, first name. Uh, started with an R. Yeah, see, told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look him up. There's a K and an R somewhere in his name. I, I think his last name starts with a K. Okay, I'll give me that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, <coughs> Just IMDb and the Midnight May Train. Click Arcade, on the director. Arcade name. Post. Yeah. That's who wrote it. Okay. <coughs> uh, anything else? Uh, no. Yeah. Great uh, movie. Yeah. Good. Uh, good pick. Yeah, Lots of blood. Fun. Lots of fucking blood. Fun. I mean, not. It's not fun like a Guar concert. It's no. not goofy. It's not. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not a horror comedy. No. By any means. No. It's no Dead Alive. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like. It really doesn't make you feel too sick, or at least it didn't. Yeah, it's uh, definitely not torture porn. Yeah, it's just a good, bloody horror movie. Yeah. It had sort of a plot. Yeah, there's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... it's Sort of a plot, well acted. I'd say it's a smart slasher movie. Oh. Yeah. It's a smart slasher movie. It's a slasher movie for people who aren't fucking morons. Nice. So if you're not a fucking moron, check it out. And if you are, check it out anyway. Okay. Good deal. Yeah, I think it's it's a slasher for everyone.
going to break out into uh, Welcome Back, Cotter, but could not remember any of the words <laughs> um, outside of the ones that you just said. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's all I remember, too. Something about John Travolta. I don't know. <laughs> Up your nose <laughs> with a rubber hose. Is that? I don't think that... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think yeah. Uh, I want to mention, because I don't think uh, we actually had this conversation on air the last episode, uh-huh. but uh, the song you just heard is uh, one of two songs that I thought of to uh, put for this episode, uh-huh. uh, and I mentioned them to you, and one of those songs you had never heard. Oh, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. I think... The most obvious song that could have been picked for this show would have been The Midnight Train to Georgia by Gladys Knights and the Pips. A incredibly famous... Kind of a classic. Classic Motown song from about 40 years ago that has probably been played once a day, every day for the past 40 years. Oh, at least. And has probably also been featured in many movies on their soundtrack. Uh-huh. And you <laughs> have never heard of it. I've never heard of it. Yeah. You mentioned it, and I was like, oh, I don't recognize that. So you actually dug uh, it up and played it. Yeah. I still didn't recognize it. I am amazed. <laughs> I know. I know, me too. You're like, when you were growing up, did your mom or dad just never listen to the radio? No, no, they they had country cassette tapes. Oh, okay. that was it. That was it. Well, that explains somewhat. Uh, <laughs> okay, I mean that that does kind of explain away a little bit because yeah. my parents were definitely listening to oldies and stuff. So, right. well, see, I've listened to the oldies. Like I've taken road trips before where I listened to oldies for hours and. Like, I've heard of Glass Night and the Bips, and right, I've heard right. some of their music, and... Yeah, I don't remember that one, though. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah, yeah? Well, now I'm a fan. Right. I've become... I'm a Motown with the best of them. <laughs> well, I still didn't pick it for the show. Oh. <laughs> so what did we just hear? I don't even know. Uh, we just heard Death Clock. Oh, okay. The uh, murder train of coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that seems perfect, too. <laughs> Seems, seems very appropriate. Uh, during the break, I actually read the first 
two pages of Midnight Matron. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of cool. It was like a two-page, kind of like an intro setting of the, the atmosphere. And it was all about Leon and how in love with New York he was. Right. And, like, what a beautiful city he always thought it was for, like, 20 years, and he wanted to move there. And now that he's been there for three months, he thinks it's he's starting to see the dark underbelly. But they keep referring, you know, it's it's like a she to him. Right. Like, he's like, she is this and she's that. Oh, that was kind of interesting. Like, it's more, like, about him finally seeing the underside of the, the right, city. Right. I mean, I guess the movie's kind of like that, too. But Similar. Right. Yeah, they just kind of hit you over the head with it from the beginning, as if that you're being hit in the head with a fucking Mallet, meat tenderizer. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, the world's largest meat tenderizer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, I want to I wanna read that sometime. It cool. sounds good. Yeah. Well, whenever you finish uh, reading whatever it is you're reading now, I'll uh, lend those to you. Actually, I'm reading, uh, I'm reading Geek Love. And I'm You're reading, still reading that. I know. Well, I haven't. See, here's what happened. I was reading Geek Love because <laughs> my girlfriend's like, you know, I love this book. You should, I think you'd like it too. Yeah. You should borrow it. And so I borrowed it and I read like the first 40 pages. And then, and I was getting my oil changed. This is not a euphemism. I was actually getting my oil changed. I did not assume it was. I, was <laughs> I assumed you were actually getting your oil changed. I was. Changed. I, yeah. dropped, I dropped my car off and they were like, yeah, it'll be a while because I don't go to the Jiffy Lube right. five minute oil change places. I'd rather. And get it done right. Right. So I go to my my regular mechanic and pay like five bucks extra, but right. I know it's done correctly by men instead of fourteen year old boys. Uh, I'm pretty sure that everywhere they have to be highly trained. <laughs> no, you live? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I've met finger puppets that are smarter than some of the Jiffy Lube employees I've met. I've met finger puppets smarter than people who work at small independent mechanics. Yeah. I just don't trust them. Don't trust them. Right. I don't trust the Midas. I don't trust the Jiffy Lube. Don't like them. Don't trust them. Oh, I'm going to say that they're fucking liars. Yeah. And they will do everything to milk you out of uh, oh, all ripped, of your money. They've ripped me off literally before. Yes. And Midas has. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure they know what they're doing. <coughs> they they know they're, they're just deceitful, and they're lazy. not idiots. Yeah, they're lazy, well, deceitful they're bastards. But they're idiots, and they're deceitful. But they know how to do what the things that they're doing it's are that they're supposed to do. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I dropped my my car off, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I realized I didn't bring my sketchbook or anything to read. Sure. So I walk over to the uh, thrift store. And I was, like, scanning their books. And it's mostly, if you've been to the thrift store looking at books, it's mostly, like, self-help and, like, Bibles, you yeah, know. Like romance novels romance and, like, kids' books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But somewhere amongst all that, I found an Edgar Rice Burroughs book, uh, The Land That Time Forgot, for 50 cents. And I was like, I've never read any Edgar Rice Burroughs, so I'll pick it up. And I just finished it today, actually. It was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, I don't know if there's a movie version, but I, if there is, I, I want to check it out. So now I'm ready to read Geek Love right. to finish it up. Right. Um, and if I get an oil change or have a doctor's appointment or have to go to the DMV, I'm going to take Geek Love with me. Right. So I, I can I can read it. Right. And then I'll and then I'm going to unless read you forget it again. And unless I forget, to, uh, go to another. <laughs> then, store. then I'll buy the Great and Secret Show and right. spend the next seven years reading it. <laughs> I read uh, The Great and Secret Show in one week. Really? Yeah. I was on vacation at the time of mid oh, okay. So. That's still impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a, it's a phone book. Yeah, it's pretty big. Full of words. But uh, not nearly as big as, like, uh, Imagica, which is another Clyde Barker book. Or Weave World, I think, is also pretty big. <laughs> what do you think about writers that write those, like, 
700 to 1,000 page books, are they, is it like a masturbatory kind of, is it like the equivalent of some Yingbei Malmsteen 12 minute guitar solo? <laughs> Uh, I guess that depends on how you define what a Yingbei Malmsteen 12-minute guitar solo would be. <laughs> is it masturbatory, or is it he's actually uh, got something to prove? Or, right, yeah. Or, I mean, like, does it add something to the soundscape of the song? Right, I mean, yeah. like, is that how you're describing it? Or I, I don't know. Are you I, describing I'm not it sure. as masturbatory? I'm not sure. I mean, I know I've heard some songs that have Mandarin guitar parts that I'm right. that are clearly masturbatory. Right, right. Not necessarily you know, Yingbei, but um, yeah, I'm just I'm just curious because uh, maybe maybe it's me being a moron, or maybe uh, maybe I'm calling people out on being masturbatory writers. But right. I've never wanted to read a book that was more than four or five hundred pages. Right, know? right. Um, having read a few books that are like a thousand pages long. Um, mostly Stephen King novels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Stand and It, uh, in particular, are both over a thousand pages long. Uh, I would say, in the case of The Stand, definitely it's masturbatory. No, really. Okay. There are a lot of things in that book that could be cut, and you'd still have the book, you know, the way it is. Uh, It, I don't remember as well, but it seemed like that was all, you know, kind of necessary. Because, in a way, it's almost two 500-page books together. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the case of Clark Barker, Magica was definitely masturbatory. Uh, we of World was uh, borderline masturbatory. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Great and Secret Show, however, totally necessary. Really? Yeah. Okay. That is a, a dense fucking series of books. I don't know, I just, I just, it seems like there are perimeters to most art forms, like, you know, your movies in the two to two and a half hour range, right. your songs in the, like, four to eight minute range. I would say three to five. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that's what I'm saying, like, right. it seems like there's perimeters where, like, when it goes beyond a certain point, it's like, you know, they require an editor, or right. or they're just so famous at that point that they can do whatever they, do whatever they want. They want. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, you know, I'm always a, a big proponent of, uh, people needing someone to tell them to shut the hell up. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, uh, if we want to do comics, uh, I think Warren Ellis is a fantastic writer who is great when he has someone telling him what to do. Yeah, and when he just goes off on his own and uh, does whatever he feels like doing, it's usually pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> he just needs a little rain, a rain, some right. rain. Yeah, right. And I would also say that uh, under pressure and with with uh, guidance, I think, uh, and like clear boundaries. I think most artists actually excel in that situation because, mm-hmm. like, it makes them think in different ways. Right. And I think, you know, yeah, just left to the, anyone's own devices, they're just going to go nuts all over the place. Right. I, it's like, I'm, like, uh, as we've talked about before, I, I like Bob Pollard a lot. Yeah. More than most people I know, but. Right. But he clearly needs an editor. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least he needs someone to tell him to not record every little sound that he makes. Or record it fine, just don't publish it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he can have his own personal archives. That's yeah, fine. In case know. he needs it later. Right. He needs a sample. He yeah. needs an inspiration. Most artists have uh, volumes and volumes of sketchbooks that they never show to anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be like if, uh, yeah, if, you know, Kevin Nolan put out a 2,000-page sketchbook. Right, right. Okay, that's cool if you're a Kevin Nolan completist, but right. wheel it down to 150 pages. Yeah. You know? Maybe yeah. the best stuff. Yeah. The best stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's my theory. Wow, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I also say uh, someone who desperately needs that uh, bitch slap is uh, maybe George Lucas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it got to the point with him where he was so huge that people were like, "Well, we can't really tell George Lucas what to do." Right, yeah. yeah, and that's usually what happens is, yeah. is someone becomes so successful and so famous. It's like, well, you know, doing what he does is how he got that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. People need to see every nose hair that he's plucked right. in order to get where he is today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, I had, uh, when we saw Inception, uh, I was predicting that I was going to hate that movie for pretty much this exact reason. It was because I figured with the success of The Dark Knight that Christopher Nolan was just pretty much going to go balls out on his ego right? and just put everything he ever wanted in this script, and it was just going to be this big clusterfuck of a movie because no one can stop me now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and luckily it wasn't. But, yeah. you know, I mean, I had that fear that uh, this is going to be the movie that uh, turns him into an insufferable prick. <laughs> It, it definitely was not in my top three favorite Christopher Nolan movies. No, yeah. But it was, yeah, it was, it was, good. It was surprisingly yeah. good. I liked it a lot more than I... It was way different. Actually, I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know that I did like it a lot more than I expected, actually, because I, I didn't you know... You had what, some expectations. Yeah, I had some expectations, but I didn't know what they were. Like, I just right, thought right. it just seemed really awesome from the right, trailer. Right, right. But I think, I think I... Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say I was disappointed with it, but it just wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Uh, but, yeah, good movie. Just not, it was, it's no prestige, that's for sure. No, definitely not. But, uh, yeah. Alright, there we go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Speaking of sketchbooks. Uh-huh. Uh, you got some good sketches. I got, uh, one good sketch, and I saw a sketchbook. Yeah. Uh... Uh, we both had full days yesterday, yeah, as we, we did. teased in the the previous segment. Mm. Um, I went to a uh, comic con, if you can call it that, the world's smallest comic. If, uh, if you can call a comic convention in a building the size of my apartment, <laughs> with uh, artist alley in uh, my living room, oh wow, and the uh, the vendors area in this room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, they got they got a couple people from Image though. That's that's good, right? Well, they got uh, Tim Seeley and uh, whoever the guy is drawing Tim Seeley's book, <laughs> which uh, could not tell you that guy's name. I can't remember either. His first name is Daniel. That's pretty much all I know. Steel? Daniel Steel? No, Daniel. Oh, not Danielle. No. But uh, I went with uh, my ex, who was a big hack slash fan. And she was super excited to to meet him. Sweet. And, uh, 
you know, I wanted to meet him again. I, I met him uh, a couple years Chicago? at um, Windy City. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I decided that uh, I'm going to start my own theme sketchbook. Ooh. So whenever I go to conventions, I'm going to have uh, artist draw in it. Uh, basically, I'm ripping off the idea from Joe G, uh-huh. who has a uh, Flash sketchbook. And you're doing a Flash sketchbook. I am doing a Flash sketchbook. <laughs> Well, but, I, would, I wouldn't say it's a ripoff. But it's here's, yours, the, Flash. here's the twist. Uh-huh. Here, here's what makes it mine. Uh-huh. Uh, the Flash is wearing Blue Beetle's costume. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> is that your first one? Huh? Uh, was that your Tim Seeley the first Tim one? Tim Seeley is the inaugural. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I had met him, like I said, uh, a couple years ago when we went to the Windy City Comic Con. Actually, it was last year. Sorry. And, uh, again, like I said, my ex is a huge fan. She wanted some sketches if I met him, so I got her a couple sketches, which uh, he was charging $10 a piece there, which is pretty good for a sketch. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, not as good as free, but no, pretty good. free is the best. Oh, yeah. But, uh, so, uh, we, we were both there again uh, to yesterday, and uh, she wanted two sketches from him, uh, of uh, hack slash characters, and uh, he charged her ten dollars for two sketches, like total ten dollars total. Yeah, wow. so basically five dollars a sketch. That's a deal. Yeah, it's a deal. And uh, I said, hey, I, I would also like a sketch. Um, going a little out of your comfort zone, and he's like, oh god. <coughs> and uh, I was like, I'd like you to draw the blue beetle. And he started laughing because he is studio mates with uh, Mike Norton, and Mike Norton's favorite character is the Blue Beetle. And uh, still needed reference. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, he uh, doesn't pay attention in yeah. the studio to what's going on. <laughs> no, he's focused on his work. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, luckily, I had, uh, in case of uh, that situation, bought in the uh, tiny, tiny vendor's room. A uh, Justice League quarter book <laughs> that had the Blue Beetle in it. Plus you had your Blue Beetle underwear, huh? Well, that too, yeah. yeah. That was just in case I couldn't find uh, a book. Right. Right. Because you always want to... Be prepared. The opportunity. Right, to, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, he drew it, and uh, we finished it, and uh, I asked him how, what I owed him, and uh, he's like, yeah, I had fun. See? That's great. Yeah. It's cool whenever uh, you can tell that uh, an artist just just loves drawing. Right. Yeah. It's not always about the money. Yeah. It's not about the cash. It's, yeah. about, the, it's about the art. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. We, we basically were at his table for like an hour and just uh, in and out, you know, just having little conversations with him and the other guy uh, about, you know, comics and other artists and mm-hmm. Tony Harris in particular and how... Uh, uh, much like you, Tim Seeley prefers uh, a cartoonier Tony Harris. Yeah, the Obergeist. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I looked at uh, the original art from the other guy uh, who is currently drawing the Hackslash series, Daniel something or other. And eh, I'm not a fan of his. Uh, he definitely draws in that sort of uh, women broken in half. Bendy, uh, you know, like '90s Gen 13 art kind of stuff. Kinda, yeah, like like uh, Gen 13 mixed with like you know, 
Dark Child. Ooh, Dark Child. There was one that yeah. I'd forgotten about. Wow. You're, you're soon gonna have Dark Child all up in your oh, face. Oh, is it coming back? There's a movie. Dark Child the movie? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll have to add that to our list of there bad, we go. bad yeah, movies yeah. to watch. Bad Callum movies. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, both were, like, super nice guys. The other guy, I would have had him draw a uh, Blue Beetle sketch for me, but, uh, $20 for a head sketch, $60 for a bust sketch, and $100 for a full figure sketch. What? Yep. I don't think I've ever seen anyone charge that much for a full figure sketch. Especially not at the world's smallest comic convention. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maybe he upped his price because he figured there'd be, like, ten times less people than normal. No, maybe. Still, wow. Yeah, yeah I've never seen that. Uh, I think, I've seen it. Adam Hughes. A hundred bucks? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. At the very least. I mean, but I, I know Joe's got some really nice ones, and some some of the most expensive yeah. ones I remember him saying were, like, thirty or forty bucks. Right. But, yeah, well, you know, Adam Hughes can... Adam Hughes has the reputation to charge that amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of those guys who, when he's at a convention, if you're not at his table within five minutes, his list fills up. Yeah. And then, even if you're on the list, he might not. Get he enough. might not ever draw it because he doesn't feel like it. Right. I mean, that's the level of artist that he is. Wow. And this guy is the guy who is currently drawing Hackslash. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, more power to Adam Hughes and artists like that, but right, that seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot, yeah. but again, I think if you have earned that reputation, then you know more power to you. But if you're the guy who has only ever drawn before this a uh, Alice in Wonderland miniseries, yeah, yeah, this isn't the that well, that's yeah. not the price range I mean, you no, should be I charging. Mean, no offense to this man, right. Uh, but and, and he's a fine artist for what he does. It's right. not my thing. Yeah, yeah. No offense, because yeah. I don't even. I can't even. I know I've seen his artwork, right. but I can't even remember it. But like, like to his anti-credit, I guess I would say. Right. You met him. Yeah. I work in a comic shop that stocks his books. Right. I order his books. Right. Neither one of us know his name. Right. So, <laughs> uh, maybe There's not. That. Maybe not star power yet. Right. Uh, not for a hundred dollars. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, not that I like, not that I am so hip that I know every artist's name. Like, I couldn't tell you who's drawn the Secret Avengers right now. It's right, right. Might, might be a doubt of, but uh, <laughs> but uh, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's him or not. But actually, it is. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I tried to pick a title that I didn't know. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, even the titles <laughs> I don't know, I know, <laughs> and I don't know this guy's right. So. Uh, otherwise, seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, it just uh, seemed a little ridiculous. Maybe it's a drug habit. Maybe. maybe I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Maybe he but, promised uh, his wife he'd bring back right. thousands of dollars. On the other hand, though, he was inking with giant magnum markers. And oh, really? uh, pretty much everybody who passed by the table would mutter <laughs> something about smell of markers. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to knock people out. Yeah. Probably get them dizzy so that they would pay a hundred dollars yeah. for a sketch. Like I knocked people off my art over the weekend. <laughs> Hello. Uh, well, that's cool though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, again, both super nice guys. Tim Seeley, uh, incredibly nice for for doing what he did. Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, and uh, but I think if they hadn't been there, I don't think we would have spent more than twenty minutes there. Right, because there was absolutely nothing to do. 
Yeah, it sucks. I will say, though, uh, there was a podcast there. <laughs> you mean, uh, it, was, it was a local one? Uh, I'm guessing. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. Wait, it was League Night. Uh, no. I thought. What? Apparently not. There's, there's more. Apparently there are some underground podcasts in Dayton. <laughs> or the Dayton area. Are they... Are they paying you? Uh, no. Protection money or anything? Nothing. Really? Yeah. I mean, really? We got to put the fucking boot down. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, we're going to. Some heads are going to roll. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is our town. <laughs> this is trash town. <laughs> the, the city planners still want to call it Jim yeah. City. I'm opting for trash town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something that's probably going to make you even angrier. What? They have some nice equipment. You mean... Like almost as nice as ours? Uh, a little fancier. Fancier than ours? Yeah. What? Yeah. That can't happen. They had uh, two microphones, much like we do, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Fun. Mm-hmm. I would say our microphones were nicer. I like our mics. Our mics are awesome. Um, they, they both had laptops. Whoa. And uh, they both had little devices attached to the microphones. Which was recording the microphones. Whoa. Like individually. Whoa. And not plugged into anything. Oh my gosh. I don't like it. <laughs> no. Admittedly, there was no soundboard, so probably sounds like shit. Yeah. It has to. <laughs> it has to. High five. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, more power right. More. Uh, hopefully this town has a thousand podcasts. And hopefully. The, then uh, yeah. this town becomes podcast friendly. Maybe. Yeah. I know that there's the Superfly podcast. From Superfly Comics? Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Fair. Yellow Springs, Ohio? Yes, indeed. I'll never listen because, hey, I don't listen to comics podcasts and uh, I don't support Yellow Springs. Or hippies. Yeah. 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 Talking to hippies. <laughs> I'm sure it's a fine podcast. Yeah, I, I actually like that story a bit. I haven't been there lately, but yeah. it's a pretty cool story. Never been there because I'm not going to go. I barely wanted to go to Springfield. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, it was, yeah, it was an alright time. I saw somebody there that I hadn't seen in, like, five years. And, uh, yeah, cool. It was interesting. Cool. I did find out, however, because uh, um, you and I, we've gone to Windy City Comics, uh, Comic-Con, two years in a row. Uh, with, uh, as far as we knew, no plans for it to go this year. Yeah. Uh, figured out why. Was They're it? not having one this year. Skipping. Skipping a year. Gonna, they're gonna do it again next year. That's cool. Uh, I guess they wanted to see how well, uh, C2E2 went, which is a Comic Con that just started, uh, last March, I think. Okay. And I guess they were unsure whether or not Chicago could handle three Comic Cons. That tiny little town. Yeah, that tiny little burg yeah. of Chicago. Is it still there? It, it, it uh, very close to getting wiped off the map yeah. last year, but uh-huh. uh, no, yeah, it's still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hopefully next year we get to go back. Hopefully this year we may still get to go, depending on what the fuck Never Not Funny does. Oh. Because I still want to fucking go to that. want to go to Chicago. want to go to Chicago, see Never Not Funny live. I'm praying, I'm hoping. That would be fun. It needs to fucking happen. That would be fun. That would be really yeah, cool. Um, yeah, and then uh, you did some stuff. Uh, I went to Waynesville, saw uh, this lady named Sharon 
Fantastic. In, integer? I can't pronounce your last name. I can never remember your last name. Integer or something like that. Integer or something like that. Uh, but she's like an older lady. I mean, not, you know, a frail 90-year-old lady or anything, but she's. I think she's in her probably early 60s. Uh, she makes some amazing artwork, uh, sculptures and, like, you know, uh, some, like, wall-hanging sewing kind of things. I don't know what you'd call that. Um Tapestries or whatnot. Okay, I don't sure. know. Okay. But yeah, she's great. She's a awesome lady, and I got to see her artwork, and that was cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then we did the other thing. Then we did that other thing. Yeah. Uh, um, our our good buddy, our good pal, for, for, uh, uh, is he our our first? Uh, no, no, never mind. Uh, get f- former guest, yeah. friend of the show. Uh, my league night co-host, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Grunenwald, uh, he's becoming a man, and uh, he's having a bar mitzvah. He had a bar mitzvah yeah. yesterday. I he, get to, I get to, I was honored that I get to hold the scissors. That's nice. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he's not Jewish, so I'm not sure how he swung this, mm-hmm. but uh, it was pretty amazing. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not Jewish. I was down there. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, our good pal Joe is getting married in about a week from now. Tying the knots. And uh, so yesterday was his bachelor party. Yeah. It got pretty fucking crazy. Fuck yeah. Man, uh, I'm some fucking hungover. How many laws did we break? Oh, God, I can barely remember it. I can't remember how many... Rods I've scored with. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so much ass. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a lot of fun though. I really did have a great time. Yeah. But we yeah, we, we went out for pizza and then we did some bowling. Yep. And that was it. Yep. But I am to the age where I am perfectly fine with that. Me too. Uh I've uh I've only been to two bachelor parties ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them were very, um, uh, I guess, uh, if you're a douchebag or you only believe movies, uh, both of these bachelor parties were incredibly lame and tame. Yeah. And uh, I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. Because I had fun at both doing just the lame and tame bullshit that we did. Exactly. You know, fucking nothing better than a bunch of guys having pizza, drinking a little beer, laughing, and then laughing our asses yeah. off and going bowling. It was awesome. I, I've been to, f- I think, four bachelor parties, only one of which ended up at a strip club. All right. That was my least favorite one. Yeah. Uh, it was just kind of boring and gross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and I like titties. Hey, don't get me wrong. Love titties. They're great. Two Fantastic. Of them, two of my favorite things. The left one and the right one. Yep. But uh, bachelor parties does, doesn't really need them. No. I, you just I need to have fun. kind of detracts. You're just having fun with your buddy. Yeah, because I'm imagining, I've never been to a strip club, but I'm imagining that loud music, mm-hmm. uh, distracting lights, uh, distraction nudi- distracting nudity. nudity by probably not so attractive women. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, the expenditure of a lot of money that you probably shouldn't be spending. Oh, yeah. For nothing. It was... Oh. For, for a horrible case of blue balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you gotta wear your sweatpants. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't imagine that being fun. 
and like you know you can't talk to the people you're hanging out with. Yeah, I just did. Oh yeah, I spent like seven dollars last night. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks to Mike Grunewald for buying the bullet. Yeah, I, I thought we were were gonna have to pay for that. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we should have offered. What? Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy talk. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, we. Uh, I mean, even if we did have to pay, I was expecting, you know, I mean, still, it would have been maybe $40 at the most. Right, right. You know, uh, like, you and I split a pizza, and then, like, everything at Moline was already paid for. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was just a ton of fun. And Joe's dad had some awesome stories. Yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah he was, he's a cool guy. Really nice guy. I yeah. uh, didn't talk to his fiance's dad uh, that Jim. much. Yeah, I, d- Jim, yeah, I didn't uh, really. I, I talked to him, like, a little bit, but he was mostly... Doing other, doing other stuff. He was on a different lane when we were yeah, rolling, yeah. so yeah, I didn't really talk. And oh, um, well, yeah, I'll be fair. Uh, I'll be honest anyway. That uh, I really didn't talk to anybody I didn't already know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being uh, Joe's brother Mike, uh, Joe's two friends Derek and Stephen. Yeah, and uh, pretty much only just talked to you, Joe, and Jeremy. <laughs> And Jeremy made it through the night without breaking his back. Without breaking his back, that we know of. We, yeah, we haven't called him. We, yeah, yeah, we, wow, we, we should, really should probably find that. out tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I will. I'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that was good times. I had a good time. Yeah, and I'm excited for Joe. He's getting married. Yep. Um, he seems really happy. Um, it's exciting stuff. Yes, it is. He's a, he's a man now. He is a man indeed. <laughs> With a full beard. He's got and the beard. everything. Yeah. Uh, he's got the beard. He's got the wife. Yeah. Well, soon to, soon to be a wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next episode, he'll be he'll have a wife. Wow, that's yeah. cool, yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a full day. Oh, of course, then there was the other thing that happened between uh, the iconic show and uh, the bachelor party. Oh. Uh, where I fucking, uh... Oh, yeah, your injury. Where are we sitting yeah, talking about that? Yeah, Uh, coming home from the comic show, uh, my ex was with me. We were walking up to my apartment, and, uh, I have, uh, like a small series of stone steps and then a sidewalk, which goes up to my front door. Uh, walking up those stone steps, and I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, just... Stepped wrong, I lost my balance, I don't know. Uh, but I just fucking fell. Uh, right on my knee. Yeah. Uh, fucking skinned it to shit. On the stones. On the stones. Ooh. Uh, kind of scraped my elbow a little bit, but not as bad. Uh, in my hand I had the sketchbook, which had, uh, you know, the Tim Seeley sketch. Maybe you were loopy from, uh, having the excitement of your sketchbook started. Uh, that would have worn off by that point, because yeah. it was like a 40 minute drive back <laughs> to Yeah, the sketch was good, it just wasn't 40 yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I had my GPS in my hand, because, uh, it was in Springfield, I don't know anything about Springfield. Uh, so I had that, and they both fucking went flying out of my hands, and my keys were in my hand too, they went flying. Uh, fucking landed in uh, the shrubbery, uh, and it had rained, so I'm like soaking wet. Uh, you know, I'm, I I didn't feel the pain, but like I kind of pulled up my pants and looked, and uh, just my fucking knee and shin was just covered in blood. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, 
grabbed my sketchbook, it was fine. Grabbed my GPS, and surprisingly, it was fine. Wow. Uh, I expected that to, to break. Yeah. Uh, couldn't find my keys. Uh, they were, they, they went hidden deep into one of the bushes. Uh, we got those, uh, put everything down, ran to the bathroom, washed it off, uh, started putting, uh, peroxide on it, and just, uh, had like four, like, wads of cotton covered in blood. Uh, my ex went down to, like, the local pharmacy to get, uh, some gigantic bandages, uh, which still weren't big enough, <laughs> and uh, they also didn't last an hour. They just soaked up. Uh, well, I think uh, just it's a weird placement, and <clears throat> you know, the the actual uh, bandage part of the uh, the bandage wasn't really covering the whole right. thing. Uh, she was out, and uh, I was just like sitting here, and I had a paper towel wrapped around my leg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It, uh, I mean... It doesn't look bad. Yeah, it just kind of looks like some, uh, little, little slices yeah. now. But, uh, it hurts like a bitch. Uh, cloth hurts it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good sign. Uh, yesterday bowling and sweating, that, you know, <laughs> made it feel like shit. Uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, was, and then plus bowling, I don't do that a lot, so, uh... I'm pretty fucking sore today. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we bowled for like... Uh, two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Two hours and four minutes. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, we're right down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Uh, almost three games. Yeah, we yeah. were in the tenth frame and it just shut off. Yeah. Because we had t- we had bought two hour... Mike had bought two hour time block. Right. Two hours of unlimited bowling, however much you can bowl in that time. Joe had just bowled and uh, Joe has his own ball. And they shut it down while uh, his ball went into the nethers of the uh, bowling <laughs> <Yeah>. alley. <laughs> but he retrieved it. He did. Oh, that would have been a, a very fitting like a metaphor, wouldn't it? His on his, his, he lost his balls <laughs> on his bachelor party. Uh, he was saying uh, something about how uh, like all his coworkers are giving him shit about you know. Oh, you're getting married now. You're not going to be able to hang out with your friends. Right. And he says he hates that. Yeah. And uh, I almost wanted to make the joke and uh, did not have the opportunity to. Uh, that, uh, oh, well, I hate to tell you, but uh, Jenny emailed me like uh, two days ago. We're not allowed to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could happen in the future. She could turn into a dog-faced yeah. gremlin and uh, bite his testicles off. And yeah. It just allow him to ever read a comic book. Well, it's a good thing that he and I have banked at least like a month's worth of episodes at this point. So good planning on your part. Good planning, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you may make it through most of the first season before that happens. <laughs> you can just get a new Joe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you want to do? I'm not really a Joe. Okay. Yeah, right. There's Joes out there. Yeah, I, I really only know the one Joe. Yeah, and, right. uh, I don't think Brassfield would be good at doing this. And, I mean, maybe something else with him, yeah. but uh, not not maybe uh, like not a, League Night. Maybe like horror movies. Oh uh, well, he was talking about doing the uh, Swamp Thing podcast. That'd be awesome. I'd which, love to. Uh, I love told to him, to him he couldn't because, of course, uh, I run Dayton Podcasting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if he pays you a little, you know, yeah, protection. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah it was, yesterday uh, was a good time. Yeah, barring your injury, it was barring my injury. Barring the uh, 25 cents uh, spent on a Justice League comic I already own. 
You can give it to some little kid. I gave it to Amanda. Okay. Uh, we were walking out and uh, we were heading back to the car. And I was like, "Hey, well, just like <laughs> I was like, I already was it one of the Keith Kippen ones? Yeah, yeah. That's just cool. one of those Blue Beetle on the cover. Sweet. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. Yes. Huh. Yeah. I can't think of anything else from yesterday, but yeah. There. Yeah. Yesterday was a good day. Yes, it was. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, good to see Jeremy out and about, uh, not uh, injuring himself severely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he bowled. He did bowl. Yeah. yeah, first time in a year. Yeah, uh, he only did one game out yeah. of, out of uh, the two, three that we did. But uh, man, that first time he went up, I was worried. Yeah, I expected him to just like literally snap into two pieces. <laughs> like, <laughs> glad he didn't. Yeah. Like, what movie was that? Oh, I'm thinking of a. Uh, Aliens, where a bishop just gets chopped. Uh, yeah. yeah, that would have been awful. How would I have explained that to his parents? <laughs> I think that would be Joe that would have to explain that. Oh, yeah, it good was call. His party. Yeah, good call, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I, I had a turkey. You did? I, I bowled three your strikes first in a row. Ever? Is that your uh, first second. Time? Yeah? Yeah. It was still impressive. rare enough. It was impressive. Yeah, I was uh, shocked. We were all clapping for yeah. you. It was a great. It was uh, my yeah. highlight of the night. Yeah, I've only ever had two. Yeah. Not recently. Yeah. I haven't had one. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, the, the first one I had was also not uh, any time recently. Mm-hmm. At all, like maybe a year ago. No? Yeah. Uh, I think Jeremy uh, still did not have a broken back wow, at that point. Wow, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is most impressive. Yes, most impressive. Everyone bowled quite well, actually. I didn't do so well the first and third game, but uh, uh, I would say the first time because uh, yeah. loosening up, loosening it up, and then the second time, third time, just tired. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Like, how out of shape am I? Like, I was actually like tired from bowling three games. I was right. like, of course, I'd been up since eight o'clock that morning, and right. I was just tired, just right. tired. A lot of traveling around. Yeah. I'm an old man. Yeah, well, we are. That's what we do. All right. Pick a comic. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I picked one. Uh, I picked one I think we both own, and I think we've both neither read. Uh, It is called I, Zombie by Chris Robertson and Mike Allred. I do not own. Oh, you do not? No. Well, I do. Well, I own the first two issues. Okay. And then I stopped reading it because I thought it was awful. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I won't veto. Yeah. Because maybe it got better. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't huh? read them. <laughs> so I am going to have to borrow yours. Okay. Because yeah, I'm not going to buy them. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> at least number three through five. Oh, right, right. Well, I may have to borrow all of them because I cannot guarantee I can find what I did with issues <laughs> one or two. Uh, wow, so spoiler. Yeah. Not a fan. At this point, not okay. a fan. Okay. Who knows? May turn around. Yeah. It took me a couple issues to get into Sweet Tooth. Yeah, me yeah. too, so, actually, yeah. Maybe. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, that's what we'll we're see what happens. We'll try that one then. Yeah. All right, then. Let's get out of here. Let's do that. I gotta, right. I gotta go grocery shopping because I bought some uh, ocean fish. Ocean whitefish cat food for my cat, and that's his favorite. But he won't eat it because I accidentally bought the pate version instead of the savory shreds, so he's just not eating. 
Cats are dicks like that. I know. I love them. I love them, but they're like, seriously? You can't just one can. Right. You can't just for this week. That has happened so many times. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, yeah, my parents' cats, my, my ex's cats. Just, uh, or, or if you just, you know, feel like maybe you should try something different. Exactly. Like, you know, maybe this is something healthier. Maybe it's cheaper. Or, or even you're just like, poor guy, he's always eating the same thing. Right, yeah. I'm going to try this turkey blend. Right, yeah. He's like, what the fuck are you trying to pass off on me? And they would much rather starve themselves than give in to your indignity <laughs> of buying them that shit. Yeah. They're like, you can just march right back to the Kroger, pull out another 35 cents, and buy me a real can of gas. <laughs> so that's where I'm off to. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I don't know, keel over in misery or something. Oh. And, uh... Well, Maybe you're... think about going to work in the morning. Well, I hope your injuries don't get the best of you and you live to do another podcast. Yeah, well, I'll probably live to do another podcast. I just uh, I may call in sick tomorrow. I'm not hey, sure. Yeah, go for it. All right, then. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>